What's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 1141 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself, coaching an entrepreneur just like you. And today, I would love to introduce David to you from tdwellness.com. And he is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified exercise psychologist. He's got a couple things going on, and we need to figure out how to organize them. There's some branding that we're going to be talking about. There's some organization that we're going to be talking about. And this is very relevant because as you continue to start and grow your business, you're going to come up with these things that, you know, on the surface and initially are going to feel like very tough decisions. And then hopefully you can hear how we kind of dive in and figure things out together so that you can figure out your things too. And I'm excited because we have a lot of discoveries here with David today. So again, you can check out David at tdwellness.com. What does the TD stand for? Well, you'll find out. Is it going to stick around? Well, you'll find out. (laughs) Here we go. Here's David from tdwellness.com. David, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, Pat, man, it's an honor. I'm really excited to uh, do this session with you and really, really pleased that you had me on. Well, this will be a lot of fun. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? Excellent. Yeah, so I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and I've been in practice. My practice is called TD Wellness and uh, the name actually came from my wife. That's what the T stands for. D is David, so Trisha David. Oh, I like it. But uh, my wife's not in the business. She actually hasn't been in the business since we started. But uh, I've been in practice now for about uh, 14 years. And the vast majority of the work that I do is nutrition counseling. So I pe- see people in the office. Now with uh, COVID, everything is online. So everything is mm-hmm. virtual. And I think I'm pretty good at what I do. I do something a little different. I started out with traditional working with diets and getting people to lose weight and helping out. But I learned early on that there was this recidivism. There was this constant stop, start, stop, start. And what I mean by that is that people would drop off. So I learned about intuitive eating and that rocked my world. And so I became more of an anti-diet, compassion-driven nutrition base. So oftentimes when I get clients and I say to them, look, uh, I'm not going to really help you lose weight. What I'm going to help you do is really get a hold of your health and your life through nutrition. And so a lot of people want that quick fix. They want that quick diet. They want that meal plan, you know, and I've been there. I've done that. I actually still have meal plans, but that's where the business is right now. And so I started a podcast, which your course, phenomenal power of podcasting. I started my podcast in January. I think I'm doing okay, catching a rhythm, getting a little understanding about that, but that's kind of where I am right now. Good, excellent. Uh, Where can people go and find the business online in case they're interested in finding it? Awesome. So tdwellness.com and the podcast is onesmallbite.net. Onesmallbite.net and tdwellness.com. Cool, thank you for that. So just kind of what's what's on your mind these days? Well, great question. And so I was taking notes and I was thinking through this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I really am struggling with is, do I combine the, do I rebrand? Do I combine the name? Do I call the business One Small Bite? Because really my passion is in the One Small Bite. That's really where I'm going with this. And I'm even starting to write a book. And I started using your friend Azul Tarones 
and writing a book. Yeah, he's nice. phenomenal. And it's been a great journey. But everything is tied into one small bite and things keep going back and forth. And I feel like it's confusing. So the rebranding though is going to be a challenge because I 80% of my business, 85% of my business is insurance-based. And to redo everything with insurance is a huge, huge task. Medicare, all the private insurers yeah. and stuff like that. And so rebranding is is really, really tough, not to mention all of the, you know, branding stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. All the assets and, and whatnot that's right, been created, right. including, and those of you listening can't see this right now, but you have this giant banner behind you. It says TD Wellness. Like that would <laughs> right. have to change. Like all, all, all those assets. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. um, t- Tell me more on the positive side. Like what brought on this idea of rebranding? What do you envision it would do for you? I think that One Small Bite is more in line with what I do with clients. Like I mentioned a little while ago to you, there's an anti-diet approach, a compassion-driven approach to nutrition. And TD Wellness just is very, very vague. It doesn't really denote nutrition. Even though One Small Bite doesn't either directly, the bite part is what captures the nutrition, right? Right. And so I feel like that's one big piece. The other piece is my wife is not part of the business at all. She has a career, a great career, and she's a dietitian as well. So nutrition is a big piece of our lives, but she's just not part of the business. So I feel like I don't know. It's not that I don't want her in the business and I don't want the name. It's just that I don't think it really denotes what the business is. Would there be any consequence of not rebranding? Would this not cause any terrible problems should you choose to just continue on the way you are doing? Or I'm just trying to gauge like how A, intentional, but also B, just how much of a pain this is for you to just still hang on to the old brand. That's a good question. Because it makes sense on the surface, right? It's like, oh, why wouldn't we want to rebrand? But at the same time, it's like, is it worth the potential paperwork and but headaches and and whatnot to to do that could you still build a successful business can you still reach your goals with what you have now it wouldn't cause any major harm i just fear or feel like the two names the two brands are confusing and i remember listening to a podcast with another uh, on aspat you had someone similar she had two businesses, a podcast with a different name and a business with a different name. And I think she did stuff with Facebook marketing or something. And I remember you told her she could keep both, you know, and, you know, I thought about that for a while. I was like, cause that episode has been around for a while now, maybe a year, year and a half old. That's kind of where I was trying to see what your thoughts were about that. But it sounds like that may not be the right answer for you. I, I don't know, but I see where you're going with this. I can make the business with TD Wellness and One Small Bite. I'm doing it right now, right? You are, you are. And, yeah. and TD Wellness becomes whatever it is. I think you are the, honestly, I had no idea that it had anything to do with your wife's name and, and your name. It was just, that's what you called it. And it could become something else. It could be total determination wellness, right? It could be, you know, something, uh, something like that. Point. You know, because with SPI, we've actually rebranded Smart Passive Income. It's still smartpassiveincome.com, but we've truncated it to SPI. And everything we talk about now, our language has changed. It's SPI. And SPI has become what SPI has become. It's just become the, the thing. And I think it's just internally, you know that it's your wife. And it's like, well, she's not in, that's actually where you started, right? You're like, oh, right. it stands for my wife's name, but she's actually not in the business. And I'm like, Okay, but like the business is doing amazing things to help transform people's lives. 
with TD. And I don't know if even your clients might even know what the T and the D actually stand for. No, most people... Most people don't even ask. <laughs> and you know, like with One Small Bite, I love One Small Bite, by the way. I think that's a beautiful phrase. I think it's a beautiful brand inside the brand that you have. And so One Small Bite can become the title of everything. It just happens to be owned by and controlled by TD Wellness. TD Wellness can maybe take a more of a back seat, but you don't have to technically change things. It doesn't, your company name can still be TD Wellness, but what everybody starts to see based on what it is that you choose to have them see is one small bite. And, you know, you're probably going to become, it's going to transition just by you naturally when the book comes out and with the podcast already, just, oh, one small bite, you know, David with one small bite. And yeah, my company at TD Wellness one small bite lives under that, as well as this other new thing that we're going to do and this other new thing that we're going to do. This would also give you a little bit more freedom to treat TD Wellness almost as the umbrella company to these other things that you might be creating on a more auxiliary uh, fashion. I really like that a lot, Pat. That's, I mean, that's brilliant because, you know, it really then just propels the dream of where I want the business to go. Mm-hmm. And you can see there's this um, umbrella and there's this grander component to the business. I love that. I really, really do love that. I do have a question though. Sure. I do have a, a, a website for both, like I mentioned a little while ago. On the onesmallbite.net website, I really just put the podcasts on there. I really don't do anything other than the podcasts. On the TD Wellness side, I have everything about the business though. Am I shifting that over at one point? I think uh, it's going to consolidate. I, I honestly think it should mm-hmm. consolidate. But again, brand names don't need to change. It's just what you choose to show people as, as you're creating. And so I can imagine, I'm imagining that the TD Wellness website is the one that's more populated, right? Right now with all the business stuff and oh, you know, yeah. clients signing in and whatever. So I can imagine that uh, tdwellness.com could potentially just be one small bite.com, but mm-hmm. it just looks like how it is now. And then the podcast just becomes a category within there. And that way, anybody who discovers your podcast and when you tell them to go to one small bite.com slash, you know, five for episode five, they land where the podcast is. They see the show notes there in your podcast, but then they're like, oh, here's all the other business stuff that, you know, involves David and, and his work already. And, and, and I think no matter where we were going to go with the branding, it should, be, it should have been consolidated one way or another. And that's, that's kind of, I think that would be the easier thing to do is to bring the podcast over and just inject it nicely on there. And maybe the name of the domain changes if you'd like to keep that domain. And that becomes a sort of phrase that you use all the time, onesmallbite.com. That has a nice ring to it off the tongue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just so happens that, you know, on the about page, hey, we started as TD Wellness, but now it's taken on this other life. And at the bottom, you know, copyright TD Wellness, right? And that's a trademark that I'm sure you have and, and whatnot. And that still matters. Mm-hmm. Just like Flindustries, that's my mm-hmm. umbrella brand. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't talk about that. And I don't share that anymore. I, I really never have. But it's, it's you know, one small bite is, is my smart passive income. And TD Wellness is, is Flindustries. And, and TD Wellness can sort of just, you know, sit on the back burner for the legal stuff, which is why I have Flindustries and One Small Bite's going to take a life of its own on top of that. I really like that, Pat. I mean, that's, that's yeah, I, I have heard you talk about Flindustries before and I thought, yeah, I mean, I mean, how do I get there? What do I do? I, didn't, I never even put 
TD Wellness as a thought to that. But, you know, even thinking about how, yeah, you know, the, the broader reach of TD Wellness, it still has Trisha's name in it. And that gives me a lot of, you know, joy and pride. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say like that's a that's a part of, she's a part of you, right? And and yeah. together you you she she as much as although she's not quote unquote in the business like how my wife April's not quote unquote in the business, she's absolutely important to the life of the business because she supports me and she supports the kids and that that's very much why I do what I do and I'm sure she supports you and is rooting for you as well. So I mean, keep her in there and and that could just be a fun fact for you. And if anybody asks, what does the T D stand for? Oh, it's actually my wife and me. And, you know, I don't share this very often, but that's, it's just, she's much of a part of the brand as, as I am, but she's just, you know, I, 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 she's connected. That's actually is creating a beautiful story versus like what you initially brought to me was like, yeah, her name's in there, but she's not actually in the business. And now it's like a negative spin. No, this is, this is the positive way to look at it, I think. Yeah, that's really, really good. I, I do. I was just thinking, oh man, this could be a great story that I build along that. And that's really, really beneficial, of course. And I'm guessing, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in your consulting, in your teaching, having people find supportive people in their life is an important oh, yeah. part of dieting and nutrition. Absolutely. Well, I mean, 100%. I mean, I would love to grow my online presence. That's why I started with the podcast. And I, I got to give you kudos. Also, huge benefit to Amped Up. I got that one as well. Thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you that has really, really given me some great insight on how to really focus in on the podcast and marketing and, you know, the right levers to pull. And one of the best things that you do on that is the, what do you call that? The um, audit sheet. Wow. Checklist that 10 and 10. That's, yeah. that was, that's really, really helped me a lot. Thank you. So Good. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, the T in the name TD Wellness reflects the support that you're receiving, much like how you bring on to your clients. You need to find support for yourself too. I mean, there's, there's a beautiful story in there, I think, and a nice Easter egg. I, I, you can keep that. You, like, and then you don't have to worry about the legal stuff because yeah, it's still TD Wellness, but you just happen to be doing business as right? If you wanted to make it an official DBA, you know, one small bite. And, and I think that that's perfect. Mm, mm, that is great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, man, that, that talk about a relief. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make, you know, there, we, we often try to overcomplicate everything just as humans, yeah. I guess, but especially as entrepreneurs. And, and, and I've learned that when I'm doing these coaching calls, I'm like, there's probably a simpler way to do all these things. Like, what is that way? And, and I'm glad that we were able to, to find that today. Yeah. Even though we had some technical problems starting off, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. we still were able to figure it out. <laughs> we we um, managed to work around those. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did. So great, David. I mean, that seems to solve a, a major pain and problem, and I can see the excitement in 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 your body language now too. So I, I think you have a lot to go to go with uh, from this point forward. Yeah, yeah. You know, the second biggest problem that I have going on, if if you don't mind me asking, yeah, please, please. Okay, is. I am pulled in a million directions. I probably, like every entrepreneur you know, have the shiny box syndrome. And I'm always interested in, oh, that's going to work better. Or, oh, that's going to work better. Like, for example, I do corporate wellness work. I have contracts with companies and uh, government. I'm doing the podcast. I want to build a course. I want to do membership. Mm -hmm. And so my wife keeps telling me, you got to stop listening to podcasts that, point, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that give you more ideas. 
It's true. It's uh, She's actually got a point. I had a point where I was subscribed to 25 different podcasts because I wanted to support my friends. I wanted to listen. I didn't want to miss anything. And then I eventually brought it down to just two. I listened to Amy Porterfield and Sean Stevenson for health. And that's, that's literally it because I need to execute on some stuff. And I also know that for every new thing I say yes to and I get excited about, I'm also now at the same time saying no to the thing I previously said yes to. And it just becomes this vicious cycle. So what I do is I implement what I like to call the 20% rule or the 20% itch rule. We always want to scratch that new itch and trying to remove that capability is, is hard and it provides anxiety. And it's like, well, no, I, I have this itch to do something new. Well, okay, let's allow for 20% of my time to be able to do that, to have freedom to play, to experiment. And even if that stuff doesn't go well, hey, you know what? I'm still focused on the 80% of the stuff that I was supposed to and I'm still making headway. And, you know, by chance, maybe one of these little fun random projects, one that I focused on at a time that that's play might take off. And a good example of one of those 20% moments for me recently was the SwitchPod, which is a physical product I created. That was an itch that I wanted to scratch, a brand new thing in a world that I had no business doing, but I just wanted to do it, right? And, I, yeah. and, and, and I'm an entrepreneur, so I see this problem. And we created the SwitchPod and that took off. Other times I've tried things and it didn't. But much like how we're taught when we're, I mean, we're not taught, but I've learned that if you go to a casino and you want to gamble, bring a certain number of dollars that you're okay losing. And then just don't go to the ATM machine or don't even bring your ATM card, right? And that way, if you lose, you lose and you, you expect that. But if you win, awesome. You, you, you gave yourself that chance, but either way, it's entertainment and that's fun. So this way you can have, and if you want to break it down math-wise, it's you know Monday to Thursday, work on what you need to work on. Friday is your play day and you can look forward to it at the end of every week to experiment, to try something new, to dedicate a little bit of time here and there to, to, to try something. And that's great because you're able to scratch that itch and then in terms of what to do during that time, you just write down all the things that are exciting to you and start to prioritize which of these things are most exciting, which of these things brings you most joy, which of these things are, do you think is the biggest opportunity. And the other thing about this is you might be doing things now that maybe aren't going to fit into where you ultimately want to go. So I don't know how much these corporate wellness trainings are th- like bringing you joy, but the beauty of having so many options is you can now pick and choose the things that you want to do. Right. And so I don't know what it is that you're doing that maybe you're like, oh, I feel like I have to do this now. Well, you have options now. You don't have to do those things anymore. And it's hard to see that when you're inside that, like inside doing it all the time because it's just become routine. And and I don't know if that sparks anything for you. Well, yeah, absolutely. One of the key things that you're saying there, or the irony maybe, is I have a podcast. I focus with my clients on one small thing that's going to move the needle, be consistent with it. So you teach this to others and now you're just hearing it reflected back to you. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah uh, and very exactly. common, by the way. A lot of, uh, you know, you'll see the doctor who tells the person not to smoke and they're in the back smoking, right? Smoking. Gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other problem too, again, with the shiny box is, you know, I see and, and I mean, I listen to you quite a bit and I've been following you for a while. And my thinking is, it's like, how the heck did he get there? holy cow, he's doing this or, and it's not just you, it's other people that I listen to, like podcasters in the nutrition world, right? I think to myself, wow, how do they get that? How did, how does, how is it that they're there? And my thinking is probably the same as my clients, kind of like what you're talking about also, is that you think, I think it's, it happened overnight. 
I remember you tell a story about you started your podcast in 2010, I think, right? Yeah, but it took a year and a half to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm only here at, you know, seven, eight months, right? And it's like, oh man, but why are my downloads so low or the business is not growing where I want it? And then, mm-hmm. and then you know, I, that's, that, that's that problem is that comparison thing. Like, exactly. You're comparing your numbers to somebody else who's put in either more time or has had more opportunity so far. And you have yet to see those same opportunities or you are building yourself there. Where the comparison needs to happen is you versus yourself last week versus yourself last month, right? How are you growing? How are you improving? How are you implementing more efficiently? That's where that comparison needs to happen because you're comparing apples and oranges. And it's hard because especially people like me, I'm, I'm sharing everything and so is everybody else. So it's like we have easy access to see what others are doing. Plus with Instagram, we always see the filtered version of that as well, mm, right? We see, yeah. we see only what people want to show us. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and we're comparing our entire situation to somebody's highlight reel. You can't compare those two different things, right? So it's hard though. I could, it's so much easier said than done. So I, I like to gamification myself, versus my previous self. And that's that's where I make headway, if that makes sense. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm taking notes. Absolutely. No, it's okay. I can see it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's great. So yeah, that, that that's definitely my, much like with your clients, I'm sure a mindset thing. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that, the whole mindset thing, because I mean, that's such a big part of what I listen to on a regular basis. I often tell my clients a big success that I see in people, that long-term change often happens with one small thing that they do, but it also means that they've got a mindset. It's To me, mm-hmm. it's the difference, such a subtle thing. Like, for example, it's the difference between, hmm, that curiosity, that wonder voice versus the, ugh, yep. or, uh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Those, those voices right there, it's like, well, I could sit here, but I wonder if I just get up or and do something or why don't I make breakfast this morning or something like that, right. you know? The so, circumstances are going to remain the same. It's just how you react to them that, right. that differs and, and the story that you tell yourself about those things. You could very much switch the story to, wow, this person who I see is there. The fact that that, that, that opportunity exists is amazing. And, and now I can get excited about my own version of a similar path, right? Versus, oh man, they have this and I don't kind of thing, which again <laughs> is a very easy trap to fall into, but. Thank you for sharing this and being vulnerable about it because I, I know it's going to be helpful for those listening too. And it's, um, you know, we're, we're not alone. We all, we all go through this and we all feel the same way too. So, Yeah, I'll tell you, it's, it, is, it does feel like I'm alone a lot of times, especially now with coronavirus being at home all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, an office full of people and now it's like there's no one there and it's like, hello. It's hard, it's hard. And that's why like even moments like this, I cherish because we can connect to humans together human to human, even though it's virtually, it's real people, real feelings, real situations. And I, I appreciate you for that. And yeah. um, just encourage people to get, continue to stay connected in communities and find those people who can support you. And that way you feel less alone because loneliness is, you know, that it has a whole level of complexity of, of, of things you tell yourself and it can just bog you down for sure. So yeah, David, I, I, how are you feeling? <laughs> you know, the big, the big part was at the beginning with the TD seeing it as um, sort of the, the umbrella organization, but, you know, one small bite is the highlight. I'm feeling great. That right there alone is big. I do have one small thing inside of all of this, though. Sure. 
I know I started off mentioning the whole thing about the type of nutrition practice that I have where it's anti-diet, compassion-driven. I also know that a lot of that sometimes just doesn't sell. And I'm afraid that my messaging is not coming through. And that's part of the reason why I thought, should I just stick with TD Wellness instead of one small bite? And I'm afraid the messaging is, is just not there because people want to hear, well, what's the diet? Because they, they, they want that quick fix. And I'm just not about that. Yeah, but if you can call them out on that too, there's going to be a certain segment of people just like I'm sure who are listening right now who are like, yeah, I know that's what we want, but I also know that that's not the truth. I just need somebody to tell me what the truth actually is, who I can trust. And that messaging is going to be key. I think you did a brilliant job when you shared it up front. And you've obviously been practicing for a while, so it's good, but you can always continually improve. And improvement comes from not just like continual repetition, but it's repetition plus evaluation. It's repetition plus asking, how does that resonate with you? It's how do you respond to that? Do you believe that? Do you not believe that? And sometimes it's a matter of giving people what they want first before you actually show them what they need. Right, So you might be able to create content or play on some of these things that are very popular out there that people want. People want the quick fix, but then you can come in and actually rescue them. Right, You're almost, you're most kind of capturing them with what they want and then giving them what they need to be able to rescue them because they are so not knowing what it actually needs to happen. I love that. I wrote that down. Give people what they want, but give them what they need. That's, right. That's brilliant right there. Exactly. Yeah. and Because you're right. that the, There is this need for a quick fix and you can offer some quick fixes or, you know, then, then reveal the actual truth behind things and be able to actually, you know, become the authority who can rescue people from a lot of these other people who are indeed maliciously taking advantage of people's sort of necessities and needs. And, and especially during this pandemic time, it's, it's quite disgusting what yeah. I've seen. But, Me too. Um, That's one of the reasons why I started nutrition because my mother uh, and father both believed in these quack-based uh, practices, supplements yeah. that didn't work, and they both died of cancer. And and mm. that's what's at the heart of 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 everything that I do. I don't want people going down those unproven, unscientific, not evidence-based approaches. That yeah, yeah maybe they work, but I, I I also wrote something down as next steps here. I'm like, I got it. You said it. You asked. Yeah, ask people evaluation so it's like i gotta go and send out a survey to my email list to my clients and say hey what is it that you want what is it that i need to do is is that sort of the approach i should be taking yeah open-ended question i would say something like as somebody who's trying to help you with nutrition and diet i would love for you to tell me in your own words what is it that you ultimately want and what are the challenges that you're presented with today And that way you could just hear the language and that messaging actually becomes something that you don't have to guess anymore. It becomes something that you just kind of bounce back to people after they've given it to you. The other way to go about doing this would be, and the beauty is you have a podcast, which is an amazing asset to use to bring some of your customers and clients on and have conversations with them. Because then what happens is in their own words, as you interview them, as you ask them about their journey, and as they also really hype you up because they're going to tell their story and how you've impacted them, they will, in their own words, better than you can, share mm-hmm. the real their real life experience, and 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 people will be able to empathize better, and they will sell your course, your your programs better than you can because it's coming from somebody who's just a few steps ahead of the audience versus, 
you know, sometimes it's hard to be convinced by somebody who is already there on the other side and is light years ahead of us. So use that podcast to bring some of your members on and, and share their story as much as you're allowed to. That's a really good point. Yeah, I do because I'm, I'm bound by HIPAA rules. I got to be careful what I ask and what I say, but that's a, re- that's a really good idea. That's a survey in itself. Exactly. And it provides story, relevance, all those things is baked in are part of selling. So yeah, 100%. Cool. <laughs> Man, we crushed it today. We, we talked about a lot of deep things. And I think that um, I'm, I'm excited for the pivot that this is going to create for you and also the relaxation that you can now have from this decision that you had about the name and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad we nailed yeah. that. <laughs> that right um, there, you, you nailed it with the relaxation. <laughs> that loomed large on me for a long time. And I, and I can't believe that something so simple like that was not obvious. You know, my wife and I have discussed it for like months and yeah. it just didn't come to mind. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear what she thinks about it. And also, <laughs> you know, it's hard to read the label when you're inside the bottle. I'm, I'm on the outside, so I can see it very clearly. So this is why asking people for help, like on Ask Pat or, or, or with mentors or whoever you have access to is really important. So thank you, David, for stepping up and for being here and for helping all of us who are listening. One more time, where can people go and find you? Yeah, I appreciate it tdwellness.com and my podcast is onesmallbite.net but you could access both from either website right and in the future once the brand is determined either of those will go to the right place so you got it you got it 100% there we go David thank you so much for your time today I appreciate you and, and best of luck yeah thanks Pat appreciate it All right. I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with David. Again, you can find him at tdwellness.com and all the other places that we talked about. And of course, great job, David. And I look forward to seeing you continue to progress. Thank you so much for being a student of Power Up Podcasting. Congrats on your show. Thank you for being a member of SPI Pro. By the way, if you haven't checked out SPI Pro yet, you could check it out at smartpassiveincome.com slash pro to apply and see if it's the right thing for you. We don't accept everybody, but if you are a committed business owner, that's most of the qualification there. And more than that, if you'd love to go to askpat.com, you can check out the rest of the archive. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. Big thank you to everybody who has left a review on Apple Podcasts already. Just means so much to me. I check them every single week. In fact, I get them sent to me in my inbox and I read them and, and, and so far, all positive. I'm just super thankful for that. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I hope one day I could coach you as well. If you'd like to get coached like David did today, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and you can ask right there in that application form. And I might reach out to you. Can't guarantee it, but I can guarantee that I won't work with you if you don't apply. So anyway, check that out. Once again, askpat.com. Cheers. Thanks so much. And I look forward to serving you in next week's episode. Until then, keep on keeping on. I love you. Peace out. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.